0: This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's culinary podcast, with the one and only goddess of food writing critique, Ever Essence, a.k.a. Ann Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine. And I'm DJ Tariq, a.k.a. the architect of 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. On this week's edition of This Bites, we have a lot to talk about, including uh, Anne's great piece on three foods that made Milwaukee famous, where to get pizza during uh, the uh, quarantine and pandemic, some amazing Chinese restaurants that you can support right now in Milwaukee a new Italian restaurant, maple syrup, and our cookbook of the week. If you read this really interesting piece over on Milwaukee Magazine, the latest issue called Three Foods That Made Wisconsin Famous. Uh, so what are the foods and why did you pick them? And, wh- and why are they so famous?
1: Okay, well, first of all, can I tell you that it's part of a bigger story that we did? that Our cover story in April was called Made in Milwaukee. And it was okay. all Things Made in Milwaukee, Tariq. And not just Milwaukee, but yeah, we went a little bit bigger into Wisconsin, I guess. But um, So um, these three foods that you refer to are pretty iconic, I guess, and I don't want to throw that word around, but um, usingers, the, the sausage king, everybody knows them. Mm-hmm. Buddy Squirrel, which I'll tell you more about Buddy Squirrel. Um,
0: Buddy Squirrel, interesting.
1: Buddy Squirrel's Nut Shop. Um, this is a very there's a long history of Buddy Squirrel in Milwaukee and um, and quality candy. So there's like a quality candy Buddy Squirrel connection. And then Ma Bench Herring, which uh, you probably you being a uh, resident of River West would know that yeah. Ma Bench is headquartered there.
0: Right around a corner from me, actually. Have you had herring? Do you like it?
1: Oh, sure. Oh, my God. When I was growing up, Tariq, when I was growing up, there was always a jar of herring in our refrigerator, but um, because my parents really liked it, I hated it as a kid um, because, you know, what is this? It's this pickled fish, you know, inside a jar. And um, that did not appeal (laughs) to me. But, you know, my parents, um, my parents always had it. Um, it seemed like they would, they would have it during like cocktail hour or for special occasions. And, um, you'd either get the version where it was the vinegar brine, you know, that vinegar sauce. There's also a sour cream one, um, that you, that, that it's like sour cream and chive, um, version. So, and they'd eat them on crackers, like Triscuits, you know, that's what my memory would, would, um, (laughs) if my memory serves, that's how they ate them on, on Triscuits,
0: so talk to me about the, what was the, what was the squirrel again? Talk to me why, what, what is that one?
1: What was the squirrel? Okay. So apparently, um, the, the, back in like the early 1900s, uh, some Polish immigrants to Milwaukee started a company called Quality Candy and it had a shop down on Mitchell street. And, uh, it later, I don't know exactly what when Buddy Squirrel was created, but Quality Candy merged with this nut shop called mm-hmm. Buddy Squirrels. Now you think of squirrels, you know, gathering nuts mm-hmm. in their mouths, you know, I mean, that, that's, that's where that name comes from. So, um, so Buddy Squirrel um, merged with Quality Candy and, uh, was, it was just became known not only for the nut mixes, the popcorn, but also candy. So it became sort of a um, a company of of both candies and and nuts, essentially. So, but that I mean, the, the company could just is very well known. I mean, people that I know even now that moved away from Milwaukee still go on the Quality Candy website and order. You know, like fairy food or dipped chocolates, malted milk balls, things like that, and have them shipped. But the buddy squirrel was, um, you know, always part of that name, and I think maybe that that always stuck with people.
0: People can check out this full article over Milwaukee Magazine to more to learn more about these uh, famous foods from Wisconsin. Correct?
1: Mm, yes. Exactly. And they can learn about a lot of other things from Wisconsin, too.
0: Coming up, we'll continue our conversation on this, Bites, with uh, where to get pizza during COVID-19 and during this uh, stay-at-home order. Uh, Also, uh, if you're feeding for some uh, Chinese food and put a great uh, roundup of some uh, Chinese restaurants, you can get some... uh, Amazing dishes from plus, there's a new Italian restaurant coming to Bayview in the old Kindred spot. We'll talk a little bit about that. And then I discovered this, uh, some of people might know out there about this company, but I just discovered it yesterday over on the Farm Direct Farm Wisconsin Direct Facebook group, maple syrup company called Tat. And then, of course, our cookbook of the week. We'll be right back.
1: Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride.
0: Now we're back. and Tariq here on this Bites. We're going to continue the conversation of pizza pie. As you know, pizza is uh, pizza's good. Can't go wrong with pizza, as you know. Uh, a lot of places are doing these curbside stuff to uh, uh, combat the COVID nineteen social distancing and all that kind of stuff. But uh, did a little, uh, you guys did a roundup of where to get some uh, fine pizza pies in Milwaukee during the, the stay at home order. So uh, can you uh, share with me highlight uh, a few of those uh, places?
1: You know, I uh, God, I like so I like so many different styles of pizza but I was really happy to see that a lot of pizza restaurants are open right now. Um, Pizza man has um, locations in Tosa on the East side. Last I heard Oak Creek was still temporarily closed, but otherwise they have two locations still open. San Giorgio Pizzeria Napolitana. Have you been there? That's the um, uh, Naples style pizzeria downtown next to Calderon club. And it's, it's actually owned by the Calderon Club owner.
0: You have that no, pizza I have not drink? had it yet.
1: It's really, really good. Um, Transfer Pizza, Y East. But here's the here's the the thing though. Definitely check out their Facebook page because they are taking um, uh, pre orders by phone the day before, and they will post on there. You know, we've got ten pizzas for tomorrow left. You know what I mean? Because they sell out really fast. So um, so you want you want to check their social media and see, see what they've got. Tanudas, which is down in Bayview. Um, Santino's, Little Italy. Um, great little, uh, little Italian place that's over on Stewart Street, which is just off of KK. Lisa's Pizza. My gosh, that was one that I grew up eating as a kid on 2900 block of Oakland, um, classic slice pizza, which is um, one of Bayview's best little pizzerias. Um, they're off, They're known for their buy the slice pizza, but obviously you can get whole pizzas. Um, the Balistrieri's restaurants in Wauwatosa Ann's restaurant in Hale's corners. Um, and also I, I have to mention this cause I'm a big fan. Um, Anodyne, the coffee roasting company, they um, they have a pizzeria in their Bayview location, really? Tariq, and um, yeah, they have a, a brick oven down there, and they're offering pizza to go Monday through Friday, four to eight, 8 p.m. And um, look on their Facebook page; those pizzas look amazing, and they are really really good. I haven't gotten one since we did the, since we started quarantine, but I really want one because again, those pizzas are like in that tradition of the Naples style pizza where that it's like charred on the edges and it's really kind of chewy and there's just a beautiful crust on that pizza. And then it's all, um, kind of, you know, there's not too many toppings on, on the pizza and they're very simple, you know, and they always have one that uses like a lot of like what's fresh right now, fresh vegetables, mm-hmm. what's coming in. Um, so take a look at their Facebook page um, their anodyne um, location
0: in Bayview. Sounds good. And we'll post a link to that full list over at org slash despite. And we forgot to mention the uh, third coast provisions, the guys behind them, they are been doing their flower chop pop up every weekend and they've been selling that yeah. really fast. So they announced the, the selection of pies like early in the week and then people pre-order for pickup on the weekend. Uh, so I went to check out what their menu was. looks like they were all sold out this week. It's supposed to have that clam and bacon pizza, but I haven't seen it in a while. So so oh, um, but definitely that's also a, a place I'm hearing great reviews about Flower Child. So I don't know when they're officially be open to do like daily stuff, but they do these weekly pop ups over at Third Coast Provisions. Next, uh you know, you did also another roundup of, you know, um, unfortunately this pandemic has brought out some people's worst behaviors Um,
1: uh, uh,
0: tendencies to there's been no reports of uh, racism gone up especially against Asians Chinese Um, and then you did a roundup to counter this to go support local Chinese restaurants and I would love to like you elaborate on some of the restaurants you highlighted that are doing service during the stay at home order so take it away Anne
1: so uh, what prompted this was the restaurant Lucky Lou's uh, on the east side had closed back in March. And they said that, um, you know, they had gotten all these very, very nasty comments. Um, so they had to close. And I think that affected, you know, other other Chinese restaurants, um, which is really, really sad and unfortunate. So anyway, I put together a, a roundup of restaurants that that you should patronize. Absolutely. Um, that um, are offering China or that are open right now and offering their Chinese specialties. And uh, I really actually want to to expand on that list and, um, and 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 just make a larger list. Be, but, you know, I haven't been able to um, it just requires me making a, a lot more phone calls and trying to figure out who is open because not every uh, not you know not every Chinese place is open right now. But for instance, uh, some of the ones that are open right now, Jing's Chinese Restaurant, mm-hmm. if you're familiar with that, that's down in the third ward. Um, really nice, super nice people that run it, and they're they're open for business right now. And also, one of the things about them, you know, you can definitely get very um, you know sort of mainstream, I guess you'd call it Chinese food there. But they also have what's, you know, what they, you know, they're more authentic menus. So if you're looking for some of those more authentic Chinese items, just ask for the other menu if you don't see it like um, on the website. But on in the story that I post, I have links to the website and ours, unless hopefully they have not changed. Um, Sejuan, which is a great restaurant on, um, it's 111th and National out yep, in West Dallas. They're open, um, for business. Emperor of China. On Brady Street, um, East Garden in Shorewood. Um it's it's also the East Garden people that own Crave, the great little burger place in okay. Shorewood. Fortune restaurant, uh, which is out in West Allis, uh 2945 South 108th Street. Um these are just just a few of them okay. that are open. Cool.
0: Again, you can uh, we'll post a link to that as well over at radiomilwaukee.org slash this bites. Next is uh, I'm still surprised that like there are people opening new restaurants. We'll be opening new restaurants, which is a good thing. It's a nice sign to see. Uh-huh. Um, uh, there's a new Italian restaurant uh, coming soon to Bayview, and it's the old spot known for, that was used to be called Kindred. Uh, the new restaurant's called Sorella, which will be located at 2535 South Kenick Kenick Avenue in Bayview. Um, They will plan to serve classic Southern Italian dishes. The co-owners of the new restaurant both worked at Glass and Griddle. Kyle Toner uh, uh, was the executive chef and Paul DeMora was the general manager. Um, The sample menu will look like uh, they will potentially have five pizzas and uh, using a wood uh, fire oven. And Toner is well known as the guy that mastered the wood fire oven at uh, Wolf Peach. Remember Wolf Peach, Ian?
1: Oh, I do. So they plan to I have an hate. anchovy
0: pizza and with capers and olives called the marinara napoletana. Uh, they will also have another pizza featuring bacon, green chilies, garlic, oregano, and pecorino. Dude, that sounds yummy. Oh, wow. Arobiata, yeah. I think that's called. Uh, they will also have vegetable dishes and antipastos. Uh, and they will stick to pastas and uh, feature meat and fish. Uh, the pastas will include uh, a lasagna, a ricotta gnocchi uh, with zucchini and marjoram. Marjoram? I can't pronounce that. Yeah, marjoram. Marjoram. A uh, Neapolitan pasta with a sauce made of onions and beef simmered with herbs and vegetables and a p- spaghetti puma rolla with tomato-based sauce. Um, so I don't know when exactly it's going to plan to open, but I am assuming it's plan to open soon this year. Again, it's called Sorella in Bayview. Next, uh, I was over that Facebook group, uh, Farm Direct Wisconsin. That's like sharing all like the farmers, what you can get from different farms across Wisconsin. And someone posted a photo of this small little boutique maple syrup shop called Tapped Maple Syrup. And I was fascinated because the flavors of this maple syrup were fascinating but real quick about tap um they're a family operation the Solon family um uh developed this syrups these really amazing looking syrups and they're out in um Stevens Point area um but I was looking at a syrup oh, they're near actually near Neva Wisconsin but they have really interesting flavors of syrups infused flavors of maple syrups and the bottle design looked great um, I ordered some, so some of the syrups you can get include cardamom, cinnamon, which sounds fantastic, espresso, ginger, ginseng, which you knew that ginseng, Wisconsin is one of the biggest producers of ginseng, which I didn't, that was just a weird fact when I moved here. Um, red pepper, turmeric, they also partner with Great Northern Distilling to produce a barrel aged maple syrup, that sounds so good, uh, which takes on the flavors of oak and aged spirits, um, they also have we go through some of the flavors they look to just look fantastic. Um, we mentioned the cinnamon, they also have a hibiscus, which sounds so lovely um, and then they actually actually have an old fashioned cocktail syrup which they partner with Bittercube to make this. And Copper Pines Cocktail Company, I also ordered that. So you can mix that with your cocktails. So not just for pancakes and waffles, you can do cocktails. And on their website, they do have recipes for grilling, baking, cocktails, and drinks with no alcohol. So if you don't want to have, you know, alcohol, they can do that. So baking, the recipes include a maple syrup candy nuts, maple syrup roasted vegetables, maple pudding cake, sour cream, maple waffle, walnut muffins. Can't even say that right. Um, Wow. The cocktails include uh, Trees and Knees, adapted from the classic bee's knees, which is gin, lemon juice, maple syrup. They have the hops-infused maple syrup. I don't even see that. They have hops-infused maple syrup Mix that together. They actually have a cardamom-infused maple rum sour and a cinnamon-infused maple old-fashioned. So Tapped Maple Syrup, Wisconsin Company. Uh, beautiful bottles. They have an online store you can order. You can get sample packs and all that kind of You can know, get individual syrups, syrups or you can get little sample packs f- for yourself or for a gift. They have a complete set. Two-ounce samplers also, which I didn't get. I got a three-pack. So, um, I, I never even heard of them. Okay. I know a few people in Milwaukee has heard of them, but I haven't. But apparently they sell them in stores in Milwaukee too. Uh, Stone Creek. But I have not seen them in Milwaukee, but According to website, you can get them at certain Stone Creeks and other places throughout the city. So if you don't want to order online.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: So tapped. So that was a really cool discovery I found on that great Facebook group supporting farmers.
1: And I'm a new member, by the way. So I'm I'm hoping to find some cool, cool. things
0: there too. Uh, and speaking of Stone Creek, Stone Creek, uh, as you know, Collectivo has been doing some curbside pickup recently, and they're about to open some new other locations. Stone Creek finally is... Uh, open their doors for curbside then they just recently opened their downer avenue cafe for walk-up window uh and they announced uh the other day that they will phase reopen of its milwaukee area cafes for pickup service um so pickups ups to them the cafes will be open 6 a.m till 5 p.m daily with some exceptions they will have limited selection of bakery items um so um good for them so if you, you have another option to get coffee instead of brewing coffee at home if you don't you get sick of doing that like I do um, so there's that are
1: you are you getting tired of that I, by the
0: way you know I, I'm not a barista I mean the coffee ties me over when I wake up it's it, it does what it needs to do but I do miss the yeah the the skills of a barista to prepare my beverage you know. Um, I miss yeah. the connections of just being in the coffee shop and seeing the bustling in action. And I
1: miss the people. There's just something yeah. about
0: just hanging out at a coffee shop in the morning at the station and just watching people meet and, and work on ideas and projects. And I get a coffee and get to talk to baristas behind the counter. I do miss that. Even, you know, being an introvert, yeah. I do miss those brief interactions with my baristas, you know, especially they make better yeah. coffee than I do for I, my cheap cheap coffee maker you know 12 cup filter coffee maker so um yeah not just about the caffeine
1: yeah i i definitely miss my little cafe um it just it's so weird sometimes it feels like it hasn't been that long and then sometimes it feels like it's been longer than it has you know um I do miss it. I miss it in part. And I, you know, not just the connect, I mean, not just being around the people, but I actually the actual baristas um, are so nice, at least where I would typically go. So um, I miss that, you know, and, you know, it makes me sad that those people have been out of yeah. work now yeah. for a while. So,
0: so, and I just miss having them put the little, uh, the little flower in the coffee, you know, the little shapes. Yeah, I definitely can't do that
1: (laughs) Oh god, I don't know how to do that either
0: Finally, it's our uh, Cookbook of the Week So what do you have for a Cookbook of the Week, Ann?
1: Yeah, so this week I pulled out my Rick Bayless um, Mexican Everyday Cookbook um, Which I have to say I got um, at a special event Um, Rick Bayless had come to Milwaukee and he did a lunch at Bacchus years ago. So it had to have been when this book came out. And um, it was, I got to see, what year would that have been? This is going to date me a little bit, Tariq. Um, bear with me a moment when I try to figure 1943? out the year. was. Oh. No, nah, It was actually 2005, so 15 years ago. Wow. So what I like about it is, you know, one of, I mean... Rick Bayless obviously is kind of legendary and opened a couple restaurants um, in the Chicago area that people are, you know, that are really well known, but he's also known for doing these very elaborate Mexican dishes, you know? And so I think that gave people the idea, you know, it it has to be, you know, something that is going to take you an entire day to make, but that's not the case with this cookbook. Um, This cookbook kind of simplifies things a bit, you know, you know, what I like about it, again, because I am still kind of struggling with finding um, certain um, ingredients. And so then I'm substituting things sometimes, you know what I mean? Um, Like, um, for instance, or I'm leaving something out, even though I hate doing that, but I've had to do that. But, like, he's got a sweet potato salad with caramelized onions, watercress, and guajijo chili uh, dressing. which just really, really simple, really great. Um, I didn't have watercress, and I also actually really wanted I know I told you about this that I wanted a little bit of um, some kind of funky cheese um, flavor in there, and I have a lot of cheese right now. You have cheese, a lot of blue right cheese now, don't you? So add, a little, add a little blue cheese to it. So I think that can be, you know, there's just different ways that you can think about things. Um, I think if you didn't have sweet potato, but let's say you had eggplant, maybe you could use that, you know, that could be an interesting way of doing it, of of making that particular recipe. Um, He's got different salsas in here. There are, uh, of course, different types of soft tacos and enchiladas Tortas, tostadas, things like that. Um, this is a book I'd actually like to show you in person sometime because I think um, I think you'd get a you know I think it's something that you'd really like. Um, one of the most simple ones that I think is always good one, one of the most simple recipes is just his green chili chicken soft tacos. <clears throat> you know, and it's just um, it's essentially um, a sauce of poblano chilies, um, some some um, some white onion got the chicken, fresh lime juice, garlic. Um, and, and that's essentially it. Um, you know, served inside a warm corn tortilla with, with maybe some kind of salsa, um, you know, whatever else you want to put on it. Uh, I mean, that's, that's how simple this, this cookbook gets. And I like that.
0: My book is a book that, uh, most people don't really think I, I would have picked up, but I did. Uh, it's called roughage. A Practical Guide to Vegetables, 300-plus recipes and 230-plus variations. I know a lot of people there are getting back into gardens, which is a perfect time to get into gardens during this time. People want to grow vegetables and herbs, so this book is perfect. I know a lot of people want to try to eat more vegetables. I see on my Facebook feed people are doing these, I'm going to eat nothing but vegetables for a month or a week. Uh, this book is Fabulous for that. Um, if you are like lose your ideas for inspiration, like besides going beyond just a salad or sautéed vegetables, this this takes it to another level uh, and breaks up by different vegetables. Uh, uh, the book's broken up by vegetables. Uh, so and it goes like like for example, like raw celery root. So it breaks it up. Here's raw celery root. They give you a couple examples of recipes right here. Then it tells you variations with parings, so celery root with kale, apples, walnuts, lemon vinaigrette, or dried cherries, arugula, garlic breadcrumbs, or with tuna, mayo, and wild rice. Ways you can process the celery root. So it goes like, oh, you can do a parade. Here's some examples of how you parade it and some recipes with that. Oh, yeah, raw. Here's how you can prepare it raw or oven roasted. There's different – it's really – it's nicely organized and broken up by the vegetable and then different processes and variations and pairings as well. Really cool book came out uh, last year, I think it was. It's called Roughage by Abra Behrens. Uh, It's a beautiful book. It's a big book. Um, Gorgeous photography. Um, Just some really great stuff. and, And it's well organized. Well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites, Milwaukee's Culinary Podcast. This bites is edited by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from society insurance and generosity from your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites. You can find us on iTunes, NPR, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Remember, feedback is important, so please rate and review. And as always, Anne, stay hungry.
1: And keep the maloric cult.
0: Have a great weekend, Anne.
1: You too.